0: I threw a wish in the Right, I can't
1: Direct King's Court starts now.
2: Well I've won and lost against the best This old road's been a hell of a test I'm still driving, I ain't slowing down There's rules I love to break and bend Mistakes I've made again and again But I tell you this my friends, I'm still around
0: I hit it hard man
1: And a good Friday morning, St. Louis, and all points north, east, south, and west. We welcome you in. This is the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, window world, king's court on kevinslaytonshow.com. Now, you can hear the uh, podcast right here on our website. You can also hear it on Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and every place else that carries podcasts. Had a shortened show yesterday because we had a chipped tooth. Had to go to the dentist and he shaved it down but got to get a cap on that puppy. Those aren't cheap, by the way. Did you notice that? I wish I'd have gone to dental school. Although I wouldn't have made it but I still wish I would have gone. Give it a shot. Hey, if you graduate last in your class they still call you a dentist, right? Unlike Biden who graduated almost last in his law school class and then claimed he was in the top five. Ah, but You know, when a guy lies for a living, what do you expect? But nonetheless, uh, we apologize for having the short show yesterday. We will not have that happen today. We are here unless uh, Charter or whatever they call themselves, Spectrum now. Why do these companies keep changing their names? Facebook is now Meta. Twitter is now X. Charter is now Spectrum. Why is that? What are they hiding? Are they running from the government? for the most part the government owns them they own everything else we live in we live in one of the most corrupt governments in the in the world literally and we're seeing it more and more every day and we witnessed it last night again in that hayseed fulton county down there populated by nothing but corrupt illiterates i'm telling you did you ever think you'd get your jollies over somebody's mugshot liberals do I mean, this is sex for them. Liberals throughout this entire country had sex last night. Donald Trump's mugshot. Oh, wow. By the way, I loved it. And you know who can't get enough of showing the mugshot? Fox News. Fox News is so petty and so childish that because Donald Trump did not go to their debate, they're going to rub his mugshot all over their television screen all day and all night. They are nothing short of a liberal network, and they're not even a real liberal network. They're a minor league liberal network. That's what Fox has become, and it isn't going to change. It's, they, the entire cast of characters on the air there are populated with idiots all throughout the day. I had one friend of mine say Martha McCallum was really smart in the debate. I thought Martha McCallum sucked. So did Bear. In fact, I saw a column today that we should do without moderators for debates. I think we should. It's my feeling we should do without debates altogether. They're not debates; they're just a, a, a circus, like we saw yesterday or two days ago. That's not a debate. It's a bunch of children screaming at each other. Who cares? Did anything? Did anyone get anything out of that debate? And it's it's no different if it's the Democrats. It's the same thing. People get up there and lie. Nobody checks them on their lies. That's the real bizarre thing. You know, and if you're a, an agenda seeker like Brett Baer is, then you start going after a guy who said, everybody up here is bought and paid for except for me. We know whose water Brett Bear carries. He carries the liberal bucket every single day. Every day. He's pathetic. So we should do without debates from now on. They're exercises in futility. No one actually debates. They sound like a bunch of hyenas on there. Most of them don't even belong on there. They ought to have a rule. If you can't have 10% of the polling votes, although the polls are so corrupt, but let's just say 10%, then you, you can't even show up. Why is it worthwhile to give Asa Hutchinson some time? Do you know there are people that actually would vote for that guy? (laughs) We live in a dangerous country where there is a civil war ongoing. And you'll hear that today. Ned Ryan, who is the president of American Majority, you'll hear him talk about the civil war that we are involved in right now. It's a cold civil war, but it's there nonetheless. I saw Fox have uh, Nikki Haley on this morning and that D-bag Steve Douchey. His first question is, what would you think of the mugshot? By the way, kudos to President Trump. He is monetizing that mugshot like nobody's business. Coffee mugs, T-shirts, sweatshirts. Carpe diem, Mr. President. (laughs) These idiot liberals just put a ton of money in President Trump's pockets. It'll probably go to lawyers, but nonetheless... There it is. How many people, raise your hand, unlike Ron DeSantis when they asked, raise your hand if you'll support and pardon President Trump. he or Not even pardon, but if you'll support him if he's the nominee. DeSantis had to look around before he'd raise his arm, to see what everybody else thought. But don't look around. How many people, by a raise of hands, how many people screamed at the TV at least twice while that debate was going on? I screamed about as often as I scream nightly if, if Hannity happens to pop on my screen. my screen. My scream to Hannity is, shut the F up. Have you ever watched that guy for more than five minutes? He can't stop interrupting people. Can't stop. Somebody's making a great point, and that big mouth has to jump in and pretend that he knows something. Just shut up. And I don't watch his show ever, but I have to screen it for the, for my show, in case something is on the show that develops that is worthwhile. And that's how I happen to see these things. I'm just, oh my God. Last night, Alina Habba, President Trump's legal spokesperson, was on. And she's right in the middle of a great point, And this moron jumps in. The poor woman, if I were her, I would have just said, can you shut up and let me finish? I wouldn't care if he ever had me on again. He's just... I got a text from our director of research with her hand raised. (laughs) So she was screaming at the TV. I I can't imagine anybody who wasn't. It was a pathetic performance by just about all. Uh, There's a picture now uh, on on TV of Dushy. Dushy is holding up the New York Post front page with Donald Trump's mugshot. I'm telling you, Fox has mounted a campaign now to get Donald Trump out of the race. Fox is no different than the rest of the liberal networks. If you watch Fox, you're contributing to the liberalism. I'm done with them. I have it on in the morning so that if something happens, I catch something, but I will not watch any of their shows. I'll screen shows for information just like I screen Newsmax. I don't screen CNN because there's usually never any information. Anything worthwhile pops up on another show. I used to watch Fox pretty much religiously in the evening hours. But now there's nothing to watch. You know, Waters was was foaming at the mouth over the mugshot last night. I guess the only person who isn't quite like that yet, or still, is um, Laura Ingram. But she's another one who can't shut up. She has to interrupt every single guest when they're making great points. Gutfeld's the only reason I would watch a show in its entirety on Fox. He's entertaining, he's funny, he's smart, and the rest of the people on there are funny too. For the most part. And they must have an unlimited budget because they have different guests on every single night. There's a few regulars, Cat Temp, Tyrus usually. But they have some good people on there. Now, if you screamed at the TV the other night, what do you think your neighbors heard? Did they hear you scream or did they keep hearing Haley, Nikki Haley screaming? You couldn't hear yourself scream because she was screaming so loud. There are people who have come out, of course, they always do this, and they rank who won the debate. Well, Nikki Haley won, no, Ron DeSantis won, no, Vivek Ramaswamy won. The person that won the debate, as I said yesterday in our brief show, was Donald Trump. He won the debate hands down by not being there. He let all these other screaming banshees yell and. Fight with each other over nothing. There was no policy identified for the most part. Some comments about education. But other than that, if you're sitting at home and you're struggling from paycheck to paycheck, you're struggling to pay your kids' tuition, you're struggling to pay your gas uh, for your car, struggling to pay at the grocery store, you're struggling to pay your rent or your house payment, you're struggling completely economically. What did any of those people do for you other than maybe Ramaswamy? And even he was short on particulars. The only guy that's released an economic plan is Trump. And Pence, all Pence does is sit there and claim credit for everything Trump accomplished. Mike Pence is an empty vessel, man, if there ever was one. He's got nothing. I guess uh, Trump chose him as his vice president because he was clean. That's that's probably about the only thing you can say about Pence. He hasn't been in any trouble, and usually those kind of guys I don't trust because everybody's been in a little trouble at some point in their life, right? I don't mean you've been arrested or anything like that, but you've been in a little trouble with somebody. Mike Pence wants you to believe he's a saint. He showed his true colors the other night. the, The only guy up on the stage that could actually stab Trump in the back and then claim credit for Trump's success. He's the only one who did that. Even Christie didn't stoop that low. I find it interesting that virtually none of those people would have been up there were it not for the help and the aid of Donald Trump in their careers. Haley wouldn't have been up there. Christie wouldn't have been up there. DeSantis wouldn't have been up there. Pretty interesting. So Donald Trump was the clear winner. He had his Monster Energy drink while he was watching that debate, I'm sure. He unleashed the beast in himself when he posed for that mugshot. You know Donald Trump had just had a Monster Energy drink. He's smart enough to know that he is being his best and at the top of his game when he gets that extra punch of energy. The boost that we all need, the push that gets us through the day, the focus that gets us through the meeting, Monster Energy drink provides that and more. And they're a fun company. They're a fun company that has events, and they turn the coolest events you can think of into reality. They they throw parties at their sporting events. They bring your favorite bands to your hometown. It's a fun way to promote a product, and it's a tremendous product. I personally drink the sugar-free Monster Energy drink. I like 10 calories. I like my perfect waistline. (laughs) I laugh. But I unleash the beast, as the president must have done while he was watching that debate the other night. His interview with Tucker Carlson was very good. The president was a little bit too measured for my taste. I want him to be Donald Trump. I don't want him to be to calm down or any of that. I don't want him to be presidential. That's my favorite. When you hear someone say the word presidential, you know that they don't know what the F they're talking about because it's the most meaningless word out there other than existential. Existential and presidential. Notice they both end in shill. means you're a shill of some sort. But neither has any meaning. Never has, never will. Those are words without meaning. (laughs) And every time I think about those performances the other night, I just start giggling to myself, if you're Donald Trump, why don't you just, you know, he doesn't drink. But if he did, wouldn't you hoist a glass and, and clink glasses with Melania and say, cheers, sweetheart, we're the nominee again. And, you know, like Chris Wallace, please don't allow Brett Bear anywhere near another debate. Please. Fox promotes this guy as if he's some sort of down-the-middle newsman, like the guys of old, even when they were liberals. But he's not. This guy has a clear agenda. He's an anti-Trumper. That's why he has that relic of a newscaster, Brit Hume on, just so he can trash Trump every night when he's on. These people at Fox are no less agenda-driven than the liberal media that we always criticize. They don't want Trump. Trump shunned them, so they don't want him. But when you put illiterates on the air, like Steve Ducey and Ainsley Earhart, then you have what you have at Fox. I can't imagine being Brian Kilmeade. I, I can't imagine. Or Gutfeld, for that matter. The two smartest people on their network. And they have to put up with the Stooges. It is Stoogeville, though Trump's interview by the way uh i I at least I was told was taped it wasn't live on Twitter. I don't know if it was live or not, but I guarantee you he watched that debate. He watched it either live or on tape, so when he watched it he was if he had a a glass of uh, diet soda or a, a big can of monster energy drink, he and Melania were toasting the result of that. This was Trump yesterday after the clown show in Fulton County.
2: A very sad day for America. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election, and I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others when you uh, have that great freedom to challenge you have to be able to otherwise you're going to very dishonest elections what has taken place here is a travesty of justice we did nothing wrong i did nothing wrong and everybody knows that i've never had such support and that goes with the other ones too what they're doing is election interference they're trying to interfere with an election there's never been anything like it in our country before this is their way of campaigning and this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think it's very dishonest.
1: Two things I take from that. First of all, it's not election interference, Mr. President. It's election corruption. That's what it is. They're trying to corrupt another election by banning their most feared candidate. And secondly, when um, he talks about this, think about this. The entire case, not only in Georgia, but in New York and the federal cases are based on, the, and the one in Georgia especially, is based 100% on Donald Trump not believing he was cheated out of an election. Can you imagine? Donald Trump doesn't believe he was cheated out of an election. You can say whatever you want about Donald Trump. He's a meanie Spagini. You don't like his tweets. I personally love them. He's not presidential. He's an existential threat to democracy. One thing he's not, he doesn't lie. If you don't think hes he feels cheated out of that election, you're brain dead. And that's your case in Georgia. That's what you've built your case on. That he didn't think he was cheated out of his election. That he intentionally defrauded the people of Georgia somehow Let's just say that he knew he lost, he complained anyway. How is that defrauding the people of Georgia? How is that a RICO case? What I love is seeing social media posts of people claiming RICO violations. These people don't know what RICO is. If they didn't see it in print, they couldn't even spell it. These are illiterate people who aren't lawyers who think they know things. They don't. So anytime you see something on a social media post about RICO, just move along. They don't understand what they're talking about. And this, has, this bogus case in Georgia has nothing to do with the RICO statutes at all. Nothing. There's no racketeering going on. But this is how desperate that, whatever you call her, county prosecutor. She's a county prosecutor. <laughs> That's like Wesley Snipes Bell. Wesley Snipes, why don't you go ahead and bring some charges? But my question is why don't the Republican county prosecutors around the country start bringing charges? Ned Ryan believes that too. You'll hear from him a little bit later on. That's the answer. Fight fire with fire. Now, there are people, Greg Jarrett, who's a guy that I respect, but he said, you know, we can't do that because then we're sinking to their level. Sink to their level. If you fight with a pig, you can't beat the pig unless you get in the mud. And you're fighting with pigs. Make no mistake about it. These people are pigs. And they're desperate. They're filthy. They're desperate. They fear Donald Trump like no man fears another. I've never seen such cowardice. They're so petrified of Donald Trump that they would stoop to these levels, and they don't care if you know it. They're brazen about it. Everything they've done, and I'll give them credit for this, everything they've done is by design 100%. This wasn't accidental. This wasn't a coincidence that four indictments came down relatively consecutively, This wasn't a coincidence that they waited three and a half years to all of a sudden have an epiphany that, oh, my gosh, Donald Trump's a criminal. That's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that they took three and a half years to, quote, investigate him, and they want to try him in three weeks. That's not a coincidence. If you think it is, you're a special kind of stupid. If you buy their bullshit, you're really stupid. Just know that you're stupid. Just accept it. Understand the rest of your life you'll be dumb. And you'll cause pain for people around you with your stupidity. But that's what you are if you believe any of this crap. You're just hopelessly stupid. If you don't believe that this was all conceived, this is by design, that whoever runs these things for the liberals has a good idea how to organize criminal behavior, because that's what they are. They're criminals. Everything liberals do is criminal. Every act Biden has committed is a crime. There is absolutely nothing Donald Trump has done that's illegal. Nothing. And if so, then put Al Gore, Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams, and every other Democrat rat that has ever, in any way, shape, or form, protested an election result. You're going to hear a little bit later on from Greg Jarrett, that Exhibit A of Trump's defense will be the phone call to Raffensperger, the attorney general in Atlanta, or excuse me, in Georgia. And he's right. Now, for those of you who've not heard the entire phone call or who haven't read the transcript of the phone call, and it's there for you, and you've just listened to the CNN version where they clip out Donald Trump saying, I need to find 11,000 votes or whatever the number was. You'll understand that in the pleadings, Fannie Willis lied. Fannie Willis should be disbarred for filing a false pleading. She said that Trump said, we need to find or you need to find. No, that's not what he said. He said, I need to find in the course of a recount. I need to find 11,000 plus votes. That's all I need. And I need to find him, so do a recount. Because we're hearing about illegal ballots that were counted and legal ballots that weren't counted, voting machine problems, the stop counting in in, in the uh, Fulton County area. He was asking for a recount, which by law is the duty of the Attorney General of the state. The person that broke the law is Raffensperger. Now... After you watch the polling numbers that come out, which I have always said are never accurate because they are skewed liberal, but when they're against a liberal, you can imagine how bad that liberal is doing. And they're all against Biden. And that's why their chairman, Jamie Harrison, who has about as high an IQ as a rock, says, well, you know, even though it looks horrible and everything, hey, I don't pay attention to polls. I bet you don't.
2: I don't take much credence in terms of polls, because in the end of the day, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris are going all across this country. Democrats are going across the country to talk about how this administration, which is probably one of the most most successful since Lyndon Baines Johnson, has I- done so much to improve and put America back on track. We are going to make sure that that message gets out to the American people.
1: No, let, let me rephrase that for him. We're going to make sure that lie gets out there to the American people. That's not a message. You've made it better for American people. Which, which American people are you talking about? The global elitists? The top 1%? Like they always like to say, the top 1% of the liberals? You haven't made life better for anybody, dude. You're just an effing liar. The most successful since LBJ. Who said LBJ was successful? <laughs> he got, he had to drop out of the race. He was so successful. That's your standard bearer? I would think you might want to invoke FDR, not LBJ. If You're you're confused about your three letters there, dude. Or even JFK. (laughs) The only difference between liberals and Vladimir Putin is that Putin actually murders his opponents. The liberals try to destroy them and bankrupt them. I don't know how the other 18 defendants in this case, which is laughable to begin with, are going to afford their legal defense. They're going to go broke, sell their house, go into bankruptcy probably in many cases. But that's the goal. Associate yourself with Donald Trump, we'll bankrupt you. This has to stop, folks. This is the single most dangerous thing to our constitutional republic, is letting liberals run wild with the legal system. If you want to talk about abuse... I don't know what's worse, shooting your plane down or bleeding people dry. There is no great honor in forcing someone into bankruptcy. But the liberals can't spell honor. They can't spell integrity. They can't spell character. They are rotten human beings, rotten to the core. They are low-life scum. And Christie, for his part during the debate, joined in with the liberals He said questioning elections is illegal. Whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong, the conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. Chris
2: Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible. If your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man, you know, the look, I bad it. behavior and
1: illegal by the behavior, way, Chris, and you as by a prosecutor, the prosecutor should know. Yeah, I you know what? I know a lot there's better a difference between I know, bad behavior. I know a lot better than you do. You've never done it like you've never done anything to try to advance the interests of this government except to put yourself forward as a candidate tonight. <laughs> you've never done anything. Why don't you check his resume, Fatso? I think he's achieved one hell of a lot more than you'll ever dream of achieving. But I'm a, I'm a career political hack. That's what Christie was saying. I'm a career political hack. You're not. And Ramaswamy was probably not. But for Fatso to sit there and say that even if Donald Trump isn't a criminal, what he did is beneath a presidency. Is it? He protested the result of an election. When has that ever been considered beneath anything? It is a human American right for anyone, any one of us, to protest an election. That is his right. But Christie, like his true liberal roots, doesn't believe in you having any rights. He wants to strip you of your rights. So if you exercise your right to protest the election result, in Christie's mind, that's beneath your political office. Even if you don't think it's criminal. Of course, he believes it's criminal. This is a guy who loves to tell everybody how he was a federal prosecutor. And yet he doesn't know a crime. He doesn't know what a crime is. Which makes you scared to go back and look at the results of his prosecutions, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be afraid of them? We know what he did to Jared uh, Kushner's dad. We know how illegal that was. The kind of punishment that he put on Jared Kushner's father after Jared Kushner's father had already served his time for a white-collar crime in, in a family business. And Christie wanted to make him remain under house arrest because Jared Kushner's father supported Christie's political opponent. Christie is nothing but a liberal. That's all he is. He wants to kill his political opponents. If he can, he'll put them in jail. We know that he did in the Kushner case. That is a fact of life. Jared Kushner's father supported Christie's opponent. Jared Kushner's father ended up in jail at the hands of Chris Christie. Chris Christie's political opponents were in trouble in the New Jersey Bridge scandal. That was because of Chris Christie, who went to jail, not Fatso, but his associates. So he knows a thing or two about political crime. His whole, his entire career has been centered around it. And he's nothing but a hack. How many times are you going to run for president? Are you trying to beat Biden? And how many times are you going to get your ass kicked? You're also trying to beat Biden. And remember who's responsible for welfare. The guy that Jamie Harrison just invoked, LBJ. He's the guy that said, we'll keep these niggers under our thumb for 50 years. That's his word, not mine. That's what he said. And that's the guy, a black man, who's in charge of the Democratic National Committee, just said is our hero. That's how stupid these people are. You're a black man, and the guy who said, I'll keep these niggers under my thumb for 50 years, they'll keep voting Democrat for 50 years, this guy thinks LBJ's his hero. If I had a guy that said, uh, if like Richard Nixon, for instance, said, I'm going to keep these crackers under my thumb, I'd hate the guy. But Jamie Harrison is too illiterate to understand that LBJ detested black people. He couldn't stand them. And Biden hates them even more than LBJ did. At least LBJ had the good sense to not eulogize Klansmen. What is wrong with someone like this guy? He's a black man and he's, and he doesn't get it. My fear is that the black community, the majority of them, still don't get it. Wake the F up. You just nominated for sainthood a guy who said he hates you. He hates your entire race. How dumb can these people get? It's laughable. Why do we even care? We care because they have power and they have to be stopped. Molly Hemingway, what are we seeing here? We are seeing something really horrible here in America. We
2: used to be known as a place where we did not prosecute political opponents, where we did not believe that the way to handle political opposition was the way that the Soviet Union handled it, or the way that Putin handles it, of politically persecuting one's opponents. What's happening with Democrats, not just in Atlanta, but also at the Department of Justice and also at the New York Attorney General, New York Attorney General office, is to prosecute the political opponents of the ruling regime. This is a very dark moment. It's a very serious thing, and it's actually also very important that everybody who cares about this country and cares about rule of law and not handling things like we're a third world country or the Soviet Union of the 1980s, um, that they speak against this and stand strong and defend what makes. America
1: great let's be as honest as we can be quit quit poo-pooing around it we are the Soviet Union of the 1980s we are a third world banana republic there isn't any doubting about it anymore there's no debating it there's no figuring out do you think we are no we are and if you don't think so then you don't know what the Soviet Union was in the 1980s you don't know what a third world banana republic is because we check every single box we are so ungodly corrupt. And dissent and difference of opinion is not allowed. It is not allowed because if you have it, you are a criminal and you will be prosecuted. Mike Davis is the Article 3 Project founder. Mike, what crime did Donald Trump commit? And by the way, folks, ask your liberal friends when they when they talk about Trump. Say, what crime did he commit, please?
2: For the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887, twisting political arms is allowed by the First Amendment to charge racketeering here is laughable. And I hope President Trump's legal team immediately files a motion to dismiss. He has presidential immunity for his acts as the president of the United States, Alternatively, as a private citizen, the First Amendment protects his actions. This is lawless. This is Democrat lawfare. This is election
1: interference. It's election corruption, folks. Quit Quit with the interference. This isn't interference. This is corruption. They're trying to ban Donald Trump for money. And as I said yesterday, the real goal is to taint him so badly in the minds of voters, illiterate voters who are uninformed, that they'll say, well, he must have done something wrong. Look at all this. He had to do something wrong. It's the old theory, the more crap you throw up against the wall, something's going to stick. And that's their goal. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to indict him somewhere else before this is all over. Who knows? Those, they make it up. It's not like they need a charge, a real crime. They make it all up. You have people running for office campaigning on the promise to get Trump. By the way, that's illegal. You can't do that when you're running for office. But what do they care? Alina Haba, would you sum this up for us, please, without Hannity interrupting you?
2: We have Letitia James. Let's not forget her. She's about as sick a ticket as Jack Smith and the rest of them. So you have DAs and AGs who are now able to come out and say, I want to get Donald Trump and elect me on that cause, and I'm going to do it. Then they do it. So we have October, Letitia James. We have January, Eugene Carroll. Then we have the criminal indictments. Don't forget those. Those are all by design. So everything is... The judges can't move. They don't want to move, and they want a speedy trial. But they've had years and years and years to investigate these cases, but they didn't bring it until now, and now they need a speedy trial. It's political interference and election interference.
1: Again, I'm going to correct her. It's election corruption. Let's call it what it is. These people aren't interfering. They're corrupt to the core, to their very core. I would love to have a camera on these liberals some night after one of these arrests and the mug shot him and just see them all sitting back laughing. It reminds me of the movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg when his political opponents who've tried to frame him are all sitting around in a mountain cabin with a fire roaring and, you know, toasting their success. And all of a sudden he, who is a special forces sniper, shows up Bullets start flying, and they're all begging for their life. I won't tell you how it ends, but it's a spectacular movie. And if you watch that movie today, it's called Shooter. Just imagine the Mark Wahlberg role as Donald Trump. Because that's what it is. The Mark Wahlberg role is Donald Trump. Our phone lines are always open, 636-348-4460, if you want to weigh in on anything we're talking about. Jonathan Turley, is this criminalizing the challenging of elections?
0: I think this is criminalizing
2: the challenging of elections. Uh, Basically, you have a Democratic prosecutor saying, how dare you challenge a Democratic victory? Well, it's been done before by Democrats. And the whole case is based All
1: right, we're going to start over.